a Holding On To Learning LLC production. Woo! The ideas expressed on this show are not the views of their employer. Besides, if you really want to take advice from this guy, well, you should probably do it at your own risk. You're going to love the exhausted educator in Class is in session. Here's the short bald dude from the exhausted educator show. What is going on, Education Heroes? Today is a special, special day. We are going to celebrate and party hardy in this episode, ladies and gentlemen, because we are celebrating the beginning of the 21-22 school year. I totally get it. There's a lot to be worried about. There's a lot to be stressed out about. But you know what? There's a lot to be excited about, too, because you get the privilege of working with young people. In my opinion, it's an amazing opportunity, the opportunity to make a positive impact on those kids coming into your classroom. And some of you have already started your school year and you've already gotten into the year as it's going along and others haven't gotten there yet. And you will soon. And who knows, there may be one or two of you out there listening to this in December there's something for you too. And by the way, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, if that's the case. But there's something for you too in this episode because we are going to focus on getting hyped for the year and trying to maintain a high level enthusiasm the best we can through the, throughout the school year. And to do that, we have brought in a ringer of, a, of an enthusiast, ladies and gentlemen, a, a person I've known a long time. And when I think of enthusiasm in the classroom, he is top of the list. I think you're really going to enjoy listening to a really good friend of mine in a few minutes. The other thing I want to talk about, if we're going to celebrate, I mean, I did wear a Hawaiian shirt. If we're going to celebrate, I'd like it to continue into an upcoming episode where you get to share shout outs for other educators. Maybe there's, there might not be any better way to show your appreciation than to give somebody a shout out. It might be a coworker. It might be a former teacher that you had. You could have your kids call up and give a shout out to their current teacher or uh, a paraprofessional or an administrator. Anybody and everybody deserves a pat on the back in this day and age, ladies and gentlemen. So feel free to give us a call. Leave a voicemail, 302-492-5117. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love for you to give a shout out to somebody. It's not hard. You just call and give a voicemail. If you If you... Screw it up the first time, no worries. Just call back again. And like I said, if you're a little bit nervous about it, maybe one of your kids, if you've got kids, maybe they call up and do it. Any way you cut it, we'd love to hear from you so we can give out some shout-outs in upcoming episodes. Pretty excited about that, too. So, speaking of getting excited, let's get this party started. Here's the rundown. You are going to love our guest today. I don't know how you couldn't. He is filled with positivity and enthusiasm, and he's going to talk about getting hyped and staying hyped the best you can. Then we're going to go to party time, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about taking the training wheels off and letting a kid ride, specifically my son, and the trials and tribulations that came along with that headache. In some weird way, it kind of relates back to your classroom. Have to stay tuned for that. And then we're going to finish up with, you know what? Let's have some fun out there this year, people. 
the best we can. There's plenty to worry about, yes. But can we have some fun in the classroom too? I want to take a second and share with you a little bit about our special guest. So, he is so enthusiastic, he could probably make Ferris Bueller's teacher get jacked up about teaching, right? He is on another level. The most enthusiastic and positive person I might, I might know. And you know what? If I was to get to his level of enthusiasm, I would need like boatloads of coffee. And I still don't even know if I could do it. And he goes without it. There's no like energy drinks in his life. He's just natural, enthusiastic, positive person who believes in making him an impact on young people. He teaches fifth grade, but he's also a high school basketball coach. He does a ton of things to make kids happy and just to make a positive impact. Ladies and gentlemen, my good friend, and probably your friend soon too, Mr. Rayshawn Ward. I am super excited to have you on, Mr. Ray Ward. You are just a joy, a bundle of energy, and the education world is should be super appreciative of everything that you bring. I can't I can't thank you enough for jumping on, man. Thank you. I thank you for having me, man. It's every time I see you, uh, I smile or giggle, man, because like you know you bring out that positive energy in me even more. So thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Shout out to the exhausted educator. <laughs> there you go. So uh, I want to start off with giving you a shout out because, you know, the audience doesn't know this, but you, you went above and beyond this last summer. <laughs> you have a toddler at home, is a proud father, but you, you went above and beyond this last summer helping out in our summer school program at the pre-K level. Talk about that experience, man. Um, it was a learning experience. <laughs> you know, for the past seven years, I've been, I've been teaching fifth grade. So going from fifth grade, which is 10 and 11-year-olds, to pre-K, to scholars who just turned five, and, you know, some of them are six. But it was a learning experience because it's a huge jump. And, um, you know... Going like it's before kindergarten, so a lot of these kids, you know, they're learning their numbers and letters and sounds and stuff. And I and we, not I, Valerie, Valerie Rutherford, and myself, we had nine kids in there this summer, so it was a learning experience. But Valerie helped make each day easier, and uh, I want to thank um, Jen Walford for you know hiring me for the summer. But you know, we made the most of it. You know, you. Every day I, uh, I approach everything with a smile and with a positive mindset. And it was tough some days, you know, chasing around nine kids. Rock, I'm not going to say Rugrats, but it's like the cartoon Rugrats with Tommy Pickles and Chuck <laughs> and everything. But they don't have diapers. They're fully clothed, you know, like, like they're going to school. But, yeah, it was fun. It was a learning experience. And I, I connected to it a lot because I have a toddler at home. And the things that my wife and I do with him, like learning letters and shapes and numbers and, you know, teach them how to uh, use phrases and manners. We did that in class. So it just transitioned from home to the classroom, but with nine scholars. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I, you know what? And I, I know you, you probably feel this way. Like we, it's, it is tough to get guys involved at the elementary level. I don't know why, for whatever reason, but to get them to work with preschool, you know, that is, that is really challenging. So hats off to you, man, for dipping your toes in the pre-K water. Hey, shout out to the movie Daddy Daycare with Eddie Murphy in it. <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies. So. Uh, I love that one, too. That movie, I go with nine kids. So. <laughs> uh, so, Ray, you know, like I said, super happy to have you on. You, the re- number one reason I wanted to bring you on, besides the fact that you're just an all-around good guy, is that I just wanted you to be able to share some of the things that, you know, you, you feel personally about how you bring your energy level to you know every day all day long you you just you're just uh how you maintain your hype level it seems like all year long and i know that's impossible for anybody to do but uh but but you seem to you know from the outside looking in you you always always seem to bring the enthusiasm matter of fact i pulled this little quote off the bottom of your signature on your emails you send out it says Enthusiasm releases the drive to carry you over obstacles and adds significance to all you do. I think that spells it out really well. So that's where I want to head. But before we get to that, the audience doesn't know you yet. So go <laughs> ahead and, and share a little bit about yourself, your, your journey, how you've ended up to where you're at and doing the amazing things you're doing now. All right. So um, I'm Cesar Rodney, uh, you know, born and raised from K to... 12th grade and now I'm teaching so um, I bleed blue and gold but in the summer of going back to the summer of 2008 um, I was about to sign papers to go into the Air Force so you know I was thinking about my future I was like all right so I scored a high on my ASVAB so I was like I could basically choose any job I want but that summer uh, leading up to you know my decision to go into education I was spending a lot of time with my nieces and nephews and, you know, my, my friends, kids and, you know, working at summer camps. And I always say great things come in threes. So in that short period of time of summer 2008, at least three people would tell me, like, you you do so well with kids. You have high energy. You should use that positive energy to make a difference in the community. You should be a teacher. Or you should be this. Well, I, are you a principal? I'm like, no, I'm only 18. I'm not a principal. <laughs> like, Oh, but after, you know, three or more of those positive affirmations, um, I was like, maybe the Air Force is not not for me. Maybe it's just for my friends. So, you know, I enrolled at Dell Tech uh, for the first what year and a half. I enrolled in elementary education and, you know, I finished out my degree at Delaware State University. Um, And there I worked with uh, kids in the EH lab, the Education Humanities lab, you know, they it's kids gravitate towards me because of my positive fun energy you know uh, i'm jovial and you know if if you're not jovial you can't last long in this job like <laughs> that is 100 percent true <laughs> these kids pick up on energy and vibes so i'm i'm a i'm a person that's big on uh vibes and energy of people and you know you want to make it fun but you know after graduating from dell state Matter of fact, before I graduated, shout out to my mentor teacher, Leticia Robinson. She was, uh, I was her student teacher and she showed me a lot of the things I use in my class today. And she's one of the best teachers ever. So Leticia, when you watch this, thank you for everything. I love you, girl. (laughs) Uh, uh, But after I graduated, you know, I did, I got hired to work at W.B. Simpson. Um, 
I work there in the ILC, you know, the ILC can be intensive and, you know, it can be a challenge, but, you know, I brought my positive energy, my positive mindset every day. And the, the kids went from not having fun to having fun by the end of the year, you know, thanking me. And then the toughest kid, you know, was crying the last day, which, you know, which made me realize um, I made the right choice back in 2008 going to teaching. But after Davey Simpson, I had to reapply and I had an interview with Alan Freer and shout out to the best principal, Brett, the best principal, Julie Lavender, for hiring me at Alan Freer because I've been here ever since. Same room, same school, same principal. Thank you, Julie Lavender. Uh, much love to you. Um, but, you know, so I've been here at Freer. I've been coaching in this, uh, the district, I've been coaching basketball ever since I got hired in the district. I love giving back to the community any way I can. You know, basketball is my favorite sport. Shout out to the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron's going to get a championship this year. So, you know, um, but yeah, and that's that's the summary of my my journey up until now. So yeah, and sprinkle in, you know, your father and and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're doing it yeah, all, so. man. You've been doing it all. It's it, it, it's an interesting journey, and you, I think you and I definitely connect on one on a variety of different things, but one in particular just the importance of trying to make an impact on kids and yes. youth is, you know, a driver, you know, for try to help you and keep your, in your case, keep your enthusiasm high. And I like what you said about, you know, your, your ability to, uh, to be enthusiastic. Kids are naturally drawn to that. Right. I think right. there's something in that. So with all of that being said, get hyped and you keep a, a high energy level, yeah, yeah, you know, pretty yeah. constant. How do you do that? Like, is that just kind of how you're naturally wired or is there something, you know, are you hitting the Red Bull drinks, like <laughs> the high energy drinks? Hey, K-Money, Kyle, a.k.a. K-Money. That's a great question. I'm glad you said something about Red Bull because I come in almost every day and someone usually says, where do you get this energy? Or I don't have the time at right. Let me drink my coffee. And to all the exhausted village, I'm, that's what I'm going to call your fans, Kyle, the exhausted village. All right. I don't. Do Red Bull in the morning, coffee, or any energy drink or five-hour energy. It's just me. This is me. Take me as I am. But, um, you know, when I when I wake up in the morning, some days, you know, I want to sleep in one to two more hours or, you know, we all have our bad days or, you know, we face adversity and some circumstances arise. But my thought on this every time I wake up, somebody is looking forward to seeing my positive energy and somebody wants my positive energy to rub off on them. So if I come into a setting or a workplace or a classroom with a, I call them energy vampires. I don't want to be energy, sucking the energy out of the room, being negative or being down. Like I want to be the one to in, impact the room. So change the feeling in the room in a positive way. So, I mean, when I wake up, that's my, on, my, on my way to work. When I listen to my Eric Thomas, my motivational speaker, or I'm listening to some feel-good music because I say no rap before 11 o'clock. It's all R&B or old school vibes. I'm getting my mind right. Like, who can I make smile? I try to make at least 10 people smile every day. If I do that, that's, you know, that's my mission is accomplished because those 10 people, once they're happy, they're going to make somebody else smile and it's going to brighten their day. And in the past... I've had people say, hey, Ray, I needed your energy. Like, you you made my day yesterday. Thank you. So that's what it's all about, especially kids when they come in. They deal with a lot of stuff at home or on the bus, on the playground. And I'm fifth grade, so, you know, they, they hit that age when they're going through their changes. So, 
you know, making them feel better and happy to be here. That's that's my goal. So, you know, that is it's interesting. You you have like a number set for like, yeah. you know, 10. You know? It, I when I was in the classroom, I would always say this to kids. And this is the stump, something that stuck with me. Somebody told me this years and years ago, and it stuck with me ever since, you know, like the idea of can you pay three compliments a day to yeah. different people? Yeah. You know, and there's right. something about that, like kids in particular, it doesn't matter if they're, you know, elementary, middle school or high school level. Yeah. They kind of they kind of um, take that piece and they run with it. Yeah. Either right. either if you lay it out there for them, you know, structure it like this is what you should try to be doing. Or it sometimes they just kind of naturally gravitate towards it because they see you as a leader doing it and then they want a piece of that too right and then like you know every year once once a marking period we talk about smart goals so like when my goal with making at least 10 people small that's measurable like i can't say a thousand because i'm not, I'm not i might not see a thousand people in the day so you know 10 is good because if i do more than that i exceed expectations so yeah that's great that's great so yeah, we are getting ready. We're on the doorstep of heading into our new year. And, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and right? right. And then 21, so, <laughs> 22. And whatever this looks like, right? And it, in since, you know, people will be listening to this from different states outside of where we live in Delaware, you know, uh, you know, it could the, the beginning of the school year could look different for different people. And yeah. the challenges that we've faced in the past, I'm sure we're gonna have plenty of challenges moving in this year. But uh-huh. what's your like What's your advice on trying to get hyped up for what could be a challenging year, but just so that you come in, you start the school year off in a, on a, a fresh note and, and bring the enthusiasm? Well, first and foremost, um, I don't want to hand out my secrets, man, because <laughs> I see this away. Kyle, man, I might, I don't want to like, you know, tie you up in the, the cellar, man. But no, I'm all about, you can't take the wisdom with you, so. Um, <laughs> First and foremost, man, it's all about believing that this current and upcoming school year is going to be better than the one before. Like, once again, it's that it's the, the buzzword is being positive. Like, if you have that positive mindset, like, you're going to get off to a great start. And even if you don't get off to a great start, being positive and having a growth mindset, you're going to you're going to have fun. It's going to it's going to turn out in your favor. Um, and also um, you the kids, you know, knowing that the kids on your roster you want them to have a great year. So when I see my roster, once they're finalized, um, I'm like, all right, that kid, I know that kid, this kid needs to have a great year this year. So, you know, how can I make my, the first week, first day special for that kid or this this large group of kids? I'm gonna talk about this later. I'm pretty sure the question will come up, but the self-fulfilling prophecy, it can be negative or positive. Believe in whatever you think of, on that circumstance or situation, if you think about it in a positive light, the outcome is going to be positive. So teachers going into this upcoming school year, we know COVID is out there. We know the pandemic has happened. We know we had a, uh, uh, let me see, uh, a, a rocky year last year, depending on the person. But, you know, you got to believe that this year is going to be better than the one before and not. And I'm ready to see my kids in person. Like last year was all on Zoom and I'm grateful. You got to look at the positive. I'm grateful for having my kids in front of me instead of like looking at the computer, looking at the six in front of me. So, you know, um, being positive in that light and um, some examples of that, what I do to start the year off with excitement, you know, the kids love technology. So doing quizzes and doing Kahoot and just doing icebreakers that they will be engaged in. And, you know, when the kids can share who they are, 
what they did in the summer, you know, they're more connected to the classroom. They've, they're more invested in what you're doing. So, man, so that's a good question. I think that's all good stuff. I think it's all really good stuff. And I like what you're saying. You know, the first part of the year is, you know, you've got to get, you, every teacher knows, well, it doesn't matter what, what level you're teaching at. You've got a curriculum. You've got to get from point A to point B over the course of the year. However, that first part of the year, it's just yeah. super important that you get to know those kids, right? Like it's yeah. super important you dial in and not just you get to know them, but they get to know the other individuals in the classroom because hopefully you're right. st- structuring your instruction, even if you're a 12th grade teacher, right. so the kids get together and they're working on stuff. Obviously, who knows? You may have to socially distance you know, and work yeah, those yeah. things out. Yeah. There's all kinds of challenges out there. Yeah. But I love your, your message about you know just trying to wrap your head around being positive because it really does you know yes let's be realistic as far as understand what the challenges could be ahead uh, you know right. and lie ahead for us but you have individuals in your classroom that you need to impact positively right. the more positive you can you can try to be i'm guessing that the 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 better your positive message is going to be for them would you agree with that yeah yeah i agree yeah I agree. so that's like the first piece of the year but you seem to, you seem to sustain it like no one, no other individual on the face of the earth, man. Like your your energy level just it's comes in high, and you just ride it all year long. So yeah. What do you? What advice do you have on for maintaining it? Like it's one thing to be excited the first week, but then you know you start to get into the year, and you're trying to do this, and you're yeah. trying to do that. You get busy, you get stressed out because there's all kinds of challenges out there. What's right. your trick? If there is, a, I shouldn't say trick. What's your, what's your, uh, uh, your ability that you have that, that allows you to maintain it throughout the entire year? That's a great question. Um, wow, to maintain it all year. I think one of the main things I do is you know taking care of yourself because you know as educators and as adults, as parents, we get too we get too wrapped around you know taking care of others and not taking care of ourselves you know so even if it's like physically mentally socially whatever you have to take care of yourself because if not in the end you're just going to burn yourself out so um i remember my first year of teaching like i used to be so wrapped up in you know delivering the content staying late coming early you know taking my work home on the weekends you know not spending time as much time with family and friends or you know doing the things that i like so when you don't, when you do that, like you just get burnt out by a particular point and you're looking forward to like vacation, like, oh, it's the first day of school, but you're looking forward to Thanksgiving vacation. Like what? That's September month. So like in between time, you know, you just got to take a break from things. Like you, we know that we have new curriculum. We know we have this, this particular scholar in our class that we got to deal with or this colleague, whatever, but don't get in. To add to that, don't take things too personal. Like, you know, just try to do the job the best that you can. And if you can't, you know, get help from others. But once again, don't get too wrapped up in and take care of yourself. Because, you know, for, for the females or males too, you want to go get a pedicure, manicure, go do that. You want to get your hair done, do that. Go to a Phillies game, do that. If you want to, you know, go out, you know, and get some soda, some beverages, do that. Just take care of yourself. Do something fun to take your mind away from that and you know the recharge i try i strive to do as much as i can i know some people tell me like right you need to slow down like you work too hard but you know got to take care of yourself you do got to take care of yourself and i'd love to go out work on my hair to be honest with you <laughs> <laughs> hey yeah 
I like it, man. That's a, that's a, that's a nice hair. Yeah, I thanks. I like tease it out just for you today. <laughs> it's clean. Uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh man, I you know what? Like I said, I, I when I started to piece this together months ago, the ideas of you know what I wanted this to be. You were one of the first people that I thought of who I wanted to bring into this. Uh, just because your energy level is exactly what people need to see. And it is possible to maintain a high energy level. Don't it get me is. wrong. There are plenty of reasons to be stressed out in education. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. on your plate. There is no denying that. But your ability to, to stay high at the beginning and just maintain. <laughs> and I just love your approach to teaching and trying to make an impact on, on kids every day. Hey, it, it, I'm going to guess there are going to be plenty of people who would love to be able to follow you if they don't know you already. Um, how, can they, how can they get up with you and follow you on social media? So you can follow me on Facebook. Just type in my name, Rayshawn Ward, R-A-Y-S-H-A-U-N. And my last name is W-A-R-D. You know, uh, I'll accept your friend request. And on Instagram, my name is Freshly Snipes, not Wesley Snipes. That's my uncle. It's Freshly Snipes. I'm <laughs> All right. Freshly Snipes one. And um, that's on Instagram. And, uh, you know, once you add me, I'll welcome you with open arms. And, you know, I'll crack a joke. And then thank you for the follow. I love all of you. Exhausted Village. <laughs> I, I think that's going to stick, right? <laughs> hey, We're going to get shirts made, man. Exhausted Village. I love it. It takes a village. <laughs> it does take a village. Boy, you're spot on. It takes a village. I haven't thought about that. You're spot on. And talk about that with, uh, you know, when being a parent. You know, they talk about you got kids, you know, like it takes a yeah. village to try to you know, raise them the, the best way possible. But it's so true in school, too. Right. Like yeah. Yeah. You, the, the more positive talk about positive people, the more positive people like you, we can put in the schools yeah. Yeah. regardless of the level. It's a game changer. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your time. I'm, I'm going to hold you up. You're a busy guy. You got all kinds of things on your plate. So Thank appreciate you, you giving me a few minutes of your time. And I'm going to guess. I want to have you back on the show. We can talk about some other things too. We're talking yeah, to, you know, about you know, how we get more guys involved in elementary schools. Yes. And, you know, what are we doing to, um, to help our young men, right? Love you and I both have a background in coaching. What are we doing to help young youth and uh, become you know, real good people and, and mm -hmm. figure out their vision? We got all kinds of things we can, we can yeah, figure out. So. You inspire me, Kyle. Hey, his name is not Kyle. It's K Money, man. <laughs> You inspire me, man. I love you, dog. Oh, you're the best, Ray. Right back at you. Thanks a lot, man. Get us out of here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>I told you he was pretty awesome. He has got another level when it comes to positivity, enthusiasm, and just making a good impact on people. His heart is always in the right place. Thanks so much again, Ray, for jumping on. I got a good feeling we need to bring you back for more. I appreciate you, man. Party time. So in this edition of Party Time, I'm going to take you back a few years and share with you some of my not finer parenting moments. And in an odd, bizarre way, it could relate to your classroom. So let me take you back about 10 years when my son was four years old. I was bound and determined to get my son to get rid of the training wheels and we were going to have him ride a bike on just two wheels. Almost, I felt like it was my fatherly duty, right? 
And so to approach this, what did I do? I went back in time myself, and I tried to remember what my father did for me. And all I can remember is my father saying something along the lines of, you're going to get on the bike, I'm going to push you, and you're going to ride. Apparently, I was decent at it because I don't remember falling a whole lot, just a couple times maybe, and then I seem to have gotten it fairly easily. Not my son. I tried that strategy with my son, and he fell, and he cried, and he grew to hate riding bike to the point where I was pretty much dragging him out of the house every day just to attempt to ride the bike. It wasn't pretty, and I'd like to tell you that I learned from that mistake quickly, but I did not, people, years of attempting to teach my son the same exact way, and it was a mess. Until one day, I had some kind of moment of clarity, and I thought, dude, you're an educator. There's got to be a better way than this. There's got to be a better way to teach riding a bike than, get on, son, I'm going to push you and you're going to ride. And so I actually did a little research, and it turns out there was. There was some ways that you can teach to ride a bike. They actually have bikes now where they don't come with pedals. The reasoning is uh, a kid can get on the bike and kind of figure out their center of gravity, right? Understand their balance and how they stay upright without those training wheels. So after some research, I just took the, the pedals off. And I taught my son how to find the center, how to find the center uh, balance and taught him, let's walk with it and let's take a couple steps and see if you can coast. And we went like that for a while. I wasn't forcing him to do pedaling. I wasn't, there was a process. You see, what I learned was eventually, by the way, he did end up riding a bike. Thank goodness. But eventually what I learned was that there were important steps to get him from point A to point B. Unfortunately, it took Dad a long time to realize that. Yeah. Like I said, not some of my prouder parenting moments. But I've learned from it. And I say, I share this story with a lot of teachers and a lot of paraprofessionals and administrators because... It shows the importance of trying to scaffold instruction. I'll give you an example. As someone who works in curriculum, I'm going to say this. There's no perfect curriculum, right? I can be helpful and bring in materials and resources to a classroom, whatever curriculum it is, and it may be awesome. But that doesn't make it perfect. And what we find is a lot of times some of the progression on teaching skills or content, it may skip over some steps, small steps, but it might skip over them or glance through them real quickly. You know what happens? Some of those students in your classroom need those small steps. Some of those students in your classroom need more than the amount of time that the curriculum gives them to just skip over it quickly. You see, we have to take a look at the curriculum and find out, hmm, is this really going to get a student from point A to point B? It's hard sometimes to break something down skill-wise 
if it came easy to you, just like biking did for me. I will give you a personal example. I went to college. I was an okay math student, not great. But I struggled with my first math class. And I will tell you right now, my professor may have been a brilliant math mind. I'm sure he was. But you know what he wasn't good at? He wasn't good at breaking down steps to teach us. If it weren't for my roommate, who had a, was also a brilliant math mind, helping me out, I'd, I might still be a freshman in college. I don't know if I've ever gotten past that. Right? So you can be brilliant, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you can teach. Teaching the best teachers have an ability to see point A to point Z and figure out all those little steps in between. It doesn't come easy, but the great ones seem to have a knack for it. And you can learn. Believe me, it took me a long time to figure out that there are steps to riding a bike. I wish I would have done some more research sooner in the process. My poor son is probably scarred for the rest of his life thanks to that. But you know what? Eventually I learned it. And you can learn it too. And it doesn't have to take you a couple of years. Have some fun this year. Have some fun this year. You've got a great opportunity to make a positive impact on young people. Start off building some relationships and see if you can bring some creativity and some fun to your instruction. Goodness, those kids need it. They need some things that will put smiles on their faces, just like you do. I'm not telling you that you have to be the teacher that jumps off tables. I'm guessing our guest, Mr. Ward, may do that from time to time. That doesn't have to be you. Embrace your own teaching style, whatever that is. But there's always ways to bring some fun into the classroom, too. I get it. We've got a lot of opportunities that we need to get caught up on to help our students in the class, without a doubt. But that doesn't mean that you can't take time to build some relationships with them. They need it. Everybody needs some positive energy in their lives. You and them. Which brings me to my final point. As always, take care of yourself because helping's hard and you need to take care of them. I so appreciate you all out there in education land. I can't thank you enough for what you're doing to help the youth of our country. It's super important. Go celebrate with those kids that are coming into your classroom. Have a ball. Thanks for stopping by. See you again soon. Party time. It's like sirens are going off in my head. We're going to try to just not be horrible. I'm watching you, exhausting entertainers. Always watching. Last Christmas. <laughs>We would like to thank Kevin McLeod for the use of his music in our intro, outro, and also the music used in our interviews. You can find his information in the show notes below.